Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today we're chatting with my good friend and returning guest, Jimmy Smith. Kind of have a feeling he's going to be even more of a regular on this show as he brings some e-commerce, Amazon type news to this show uh, going forward. And uh, so today we talked about some news with Amazon, their small and light program. We talked about the Legends Group, how important community is. We talked about multiple streams of income at length, about how Jimmy created multiple streams of income. He says he has 17 different different streams of income. It's crazy how that came about. We talked about some of the failures that he's had, quote, failures, not real failures, just where you've, you've tried things that didn't work out or they've morphed into other things. Um, and so this is a really good episode. We've never, Jimmy and I have never talked about some of this stuff. It was just really fascinating. So here's my episode with Jimmy. Jimmy, welcome back, man. Hey, Ryan, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, so before we hit record, I just had an idea and hopefully, uh, I think it's a good idea. Hopefully we'll, uh, if people want to let me know if they like this idea or not, but because like a lot of the last several episodes have been outside of e-commerce related. I also, I still want to talk about e-commerce, even though you bought the legends group and that's where I was pointing people to. I know that a lot of my audience are e-commerce sellers. And I was just telling you before we hit record that I don't really I've had less and less of those types of topics where if you look at my earlier episodes, it's a heavy focus on e-commerce. I don't want to abandon that because that's a great way to make money online. I've been wanting to diversify, but I don't want to abandon the foundation. So thought about having you on regularly. I don't know what that means, whether it's you know once every two months or depending on whenever Amazon comes out with updates for you to come on and let us know what's going on. But you know, you said um, Amazon has a big update. You want to talk about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and before we do, I mean, I love the idea. I'm excited to to do more of that from updates and whatnot. I mean, as you said too, ecom is so many different things for for different streams of income. Um, you know, there's at least ten or fifteen of them that I could probably list off right now. Um, and I know that because I did a presentation the other day with twelve of them uh, that I put down <laughs> within five minutes. So yeah, so much that you can do with e-commerce, and uh, I'm excited to to help kind of be that voice um, whenever needed. Um, but yeah. Yes, Amazon did have a big update recently. So for anybody listening that sells on Amazon, they actually got rid or are going to be getting rid of the small and light program. So that I believe the date is August 19th. It might be August 29th now that I, I didn't get a chance to look it up before this. But it's one of those two dates. Um, you should have gotten a notification. I think it's August 29th. Um, but the small and light program is going away. And the new low priced FBA program is uh, coming in on that date. Um, you can actually go and see uh, the differences in fees uh, on Amazon's uh, Seller Central. Uh, I've done a YouTube video on my channel at Ask Jimmy Smith about the differences in fees. But really what this means is for anybody that is using the Small and Light program, um, everything below $10 will then be converted to the low price FBA program. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the Small and Light program, 
your fees are actually going to go up, unfortunately, for anything that's under 10 bucks. If you were never in the small and light program, you're going to save some money for anything under $10 because it'll automatically get enrolled to low-priced FBA. Mm. The real big problem though, Ryan, is that anybody that was in small and light between $10.01 and $12, which was the max, yeah. now we're going to standard rates. So they're okay. not just going up to a little bit of a higher price. They're going up to much higher price. And mm. then on top of that, Q4 rates are coming up right around the corner for those products Yeah, where the low price FBA products, anything under 10 is um, immune from any Q4 increases this year. So yeah. there's a lot of potential issues for anybody that does sell things under 12 bucks or use the small night program. Before. Yeah. Do you think Amazon thinks through all that stuff or there, was that just kind of one of those um, black holes or like a thing like they didn't think about the ripple effects of all of that, like when they make a change? Uh, I'm sure they probably thought through it. You know, I, 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 I'd love to say that they probably didn't, but I do think that they do think through the ripple effects and they yeah. probably just don't care uh, to a certain yeah. extent. They look at their bottom line. They look at um, how many products are probably enrolled and how many products are $10 or less that aren't enrolled. So how it's yeah. going to help them. But what it also does is it gets rid of the sometimes slower fulfillment right or methods for the small and light program. So that will be going away. The low price FBA will be back in the two day prime um, window um, as yeah. long as Amazon can always fulfill that. Uh, but small and light was always like four or five days um, fulfillment. And so I think that that was just, you know, logistically difficult for Amazon at times. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they really run it all, all the numbers, but they kind of have to, I would assume, unless somebody yeah. just makes the switch because they had a headache that day and they just felt like doing it. But uh, <laughs> right. I would hope that they run the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing place. We've seen so many people, including yourself and me, make a full-time income from Amazon. Um, so it's it's one of those situations. I feel like it's like, yeah, you, if you're an e-commerce seller, you kind of need to be on there. But also mm -hmm. some of the decisions they make is very frustrating and uh, you constantly having to pivot and, mm -hmm. um, but you don't want to ignore them. You want to be on there. Um, you want to take advantage of the buyers they have on there. So, right. Well, and it's an interesting thing because uh, I'm sure they have some sort of model for, uh, let's say that how many sellers are using small and light versus how many aren't. And yeah. let, if there's more that aren't, and they can get somebody to price their products from $10.50 down to $10 because now they're in the low price program and there's no need to enroll or unenroll products into a small and light thing. It, it kind of reduces that barrier to entry and yeah. opens it up to every seller versus the ones that are paying attention to small and light. Um, but it does hurt those small and light sellers uh, yeah. quite a bit. The good news though, out of all of it, anytime Amazon makes a change, it will affect everyone and so you know your some products might go away but you might see other products start raising in prices because yeah. now they can't be in the small and light program yeah. and you may be able to make a little bit more money from it as will amazon yeah. um but you know it, it will ebb and flow i think when sure. this um this drops so to speak in august mm -hmm. it will cause kind of a ripple effect for a few months into q4 and then after q4 people will be used to it and there'll yeah. be more changes to uh complain for about sure. or to, um, <laughs> to weather the storm you know our uh, our good buddy jim cockrum always is good at seeing the positive side of things um i think one thing with amazon is it it makes you not you can't be comfortable like you got to constantly be able to shift 
Um, mm-hmm. right, can you talk right. about that for a second? Because it's like, I can imagine somebody who's just doing this just solely as a side hustle and not like serious about making this a business. It'd be very easy to get so frustrated and just quit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there's, there's people though that, you know, like are in our legends group that stick around. They, those are folks that like, you just learn how to weather those storms and make changes because you have to in business, whether it's going to, it may not be Amazon. It may be something else that causes a situation that's frustrating that you have to learn how to, Hey, if I want to stay in business, I got to make a change. I can't just do things as is, as I've always done them and can, and continue to be successful. Absolutely. Um, I totally agree with that. I mean, you have to be positive in any business, not let alone uh, e-commerce and Amazon. Um, the reality is this is Amazon's business. We are leveraging their platform. They bring all the customers to us. There's a yeah. lot of positives to selling on Amazon Absolutely. or third-party marketplaces. Um, the the one constant, as you'll hear in any of the communities, whether it's Jim Cockrum or any other Amazon community, is the constant is that there's always going to be change with Amazon. Um, and the people that have been in legends the longest the people that have been selling on amazon the longest uh, are the ones that take those um, issues that come up and roll with the punches so to speak and adjust their business i can't i probably can't even count how many times amazon made a change that affected Uh my business in a decent way um, especially over the last few years but if you uh, continue to roll with those and um, adjust you're going to be much better off for it if you quit and you blame amazon um, that's not amazon's fault Yes, they may have made it difficult. So they may have thrown a wrench into your plans, yeah. but you're the one deciding to quit and to give up on it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the, the mindset I look at it. And that applies too with personal issues that come up. You might have, oh, a, sure. as you said, Ryan, a, a difficult situation happening in your personal life that you have to weather that storm as well. And you may not be able to control it, but you can yeah. control the actions you take moving yeah. forward after that thing happens. That's um, and that's why the, this podcast is so important. The Legends community and other communities are so important because you are you want to build streams of income. You want to have Amazon. Um, for those of you that are on Amazon, you want to have that as your base, scale it and outsource it, and then move yeah. to other things from there, one, one thing at a time. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I did a presentation, Ryan, at the Proven Conference uh, yeah. this past week, since before this recording, and uh, it was on a little bit of streams of income. And I've got currently 17 by my count. And I've gone through 16 others that didn't work. You have to be okay with things not working, right? um, It's just about doing one at a time. And over time, you start to build up more. So um, so hopefully that's an encouragement. Ryan, we we both started with one at one point. Absolutely. So anyway, I've been on my- No, 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 that's good. I I didn't (laughs) expect we'd go this direction, but it's so perfect because it's- uh, yeah, as an entrepreneur, you, you it may not be Amazon that throws the monkey wrench. It may be a personal situation. It may be an employee that quits. It may be your your uh, fulfillment center doubles their fees, and you're like, oh man, now how am I going to be profitable on half of my ASINs? And you got to figure it out. And that's where the community is huge. Like having the a group like the Legends Group, where you can come in and kind of vent and complain. It's like, guys, like I need your help. What's going on? I need to, you know, and having those people come alongside you and let you know it's okay we're here for you we're here to help you think through this and figure out what the next steps are so right and brian don't do this alone (laughs) exactly 
I know that there are people in the community that probably look at you or myself or leaders in the communities uh, that we serve, and they think that everything goes perfectly for us, but it doesn't. I mean, we have some major difficulties that come up, yeah. and we have to deal with those too. And um, it's it's not easy, but the, the ones that are able to push through those um, and continue to do the activities every day that they need to do, yeah. and to know when they have to take a day or two off, um, those are the ones that will succeed because they're making the forward progress in their business also listening to their uh, mental state as well because you can go right. a crazy but you know it's there's a lot of opportunity out there um if you mm-hmm. continue to put in the right work you continue to surround yourself with the right people um yeah. and push yourself um when you need to to, to make yeah. changes and adjustments that's awesome you just said something i don't want to uh, gloss over 17 different streams of income Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about what some of those are? And I mean, not yeah. that you want to talk about the amounts, but like, how did you go from, what was your first one? What mm-hmm. was your second one? And then how'd you, how'd you go from one, two or three to 17? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we've talked about one thing. I don't know if it's on a podcast or on a different webinar, but I also call some of them puddles, right? They aren't just yes. streams, but you'll exactly. have <laughs> five bucks here or there. Sure. Um, but yeah, so one thing that I will say is this has not been a smooth process uh, since December of 2015. Whenever I started to sell on Amazon, um, yeah. you know, I, I tried to make the jump from one stream to multiple at one time, and that became a problem. So you really do have to focus on one at a time. And I just want to make that clear: you yeah. can't just go from Amazon. You're doing arbitrage to trying to add five other ones. It's just not going to work. You have to. Yeah outsource and then start to look at adding other things. Mm-hmm. And typically I recommend adding other things that are low resistance with high potential. So mm-hmm. let's say that you're doing Amazon arbitrage first. Well, the next lowest resistance with high potential would be wholesale. That's a separate type of stream of income. It might be on Amazon, but it's still to me separate because you can, if anything happens with your arbitrage business, you've got wholesale accounts and relationships, right? Then you can look at private label. You can look at multiple platforms to add add your uh, products to. So I'm just giving that bit of advice. (laughs) Um, So for me, it was starting in December of 2015 on Amazon. I was working a job. So technically adding Amazon to it would have been a second stream of income. Uh, I I no longer have a job um, as of February 2018. So it's been over five years at this point that e-commerce has solely uh, provided for me. Can you ever imagine going back? No, I could, no, never. I will be honest, though. You know, there's <laughs> difficult things we were talking about. Sometimes a difficult thing gets thrown at you and you're like, man, it'd just be so nice to go to a nine to five, yeah. you know, but after a week, I would hate it. You know, yeah. it would be nice for one week and then right. I would just never want to, you know, get up and go to work again. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so yes, right now I've got Amazon. Uh, there is obviously the legends community, um, as well as some of the other sub communities that fall yeah. under that, whether it's eBay or Walmart. Um, there's my YouTube channel. I've got my book, uh, audiobook. I've got uh, Replen Dashboard, a software company that I own. Um, I've got, let's see. Oh, goodness. I added them up the other day and I don't have the list anymore. Oh, that's okay. Um, oh, I've got affiliates that I, I do, um, whether yeah. it's different software programs or companies that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, that adds up to quite a lot um, yeah. each month. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are the the main ones right now um, that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. I have also tried other things like, click funnels uh, and drop shipping through Facebook. I've tried proven product partnering. Oh, that is one thing that I actually still currently do actually. So I do have proven product partnering, but not a ton of it, yeah. um, which is partnering with brands to help them sell on Amazon for anyone yeah. that doesn't know. Um, 
and I've done merch. I've done local merch. I yeah, let's to- talk about some of the ones that like, because we always talk about like what's gone well. What are some of the things that didn't go so well that you've tried? Because I, I had an episode called, um, oh gosh, I don't remember what it was about. I just talked about all the fail quote failures in my business. They weren't really failures. They were just learning experiences for me, but they were business ideas that didn't go right. Or I decided not to pursue those for whatever reason. And I had mm-hmm. people say that was a great episode because, you know, I learned, you know, that it doesn't, it's not, not everything is goes perfectly well for you that, you know, you've had struggles too. And so. Yeah. Or some of those things that did not work so well that you've tried. Well, I've been having a good day so far, Ryan, but let's just go ahead and talk about the failures, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> These aren't um, failures, remember. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. They're not failures at all. It's And it really does come down to how you look at it. And I've learned a lot. I've learned tons through the times that things didn't work. So for yeah. me, um, the biggest ones have been uh, in terms of difficult situations have been real estate. I've really, um, I had two rental properties for the longest time and ended up needing to sell those and lost money on those things. That would be one. And even it might've gone well for the first year where I was renting out the properties, but then, you know, a tenant has to leave or they stop paying and then they destroyed yeah. the place. And I had to deal with fixing did that, that up. Um, did that spoil your whole mindset towards real estate or do you still have a desire someday to get back into it? Um, it has definitely affected my mindset towards it in terms of I won't in the future, if I get into it, I won't have one or two rental properties. If I invest in something, I would probably want at least 10 doors. So if that's 10 doors in an apartment building or 10 single family homes that I can get all at once in a package, like a business purchase, because that spreads out my risk a lot more. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it. That's not financial advice. It's just how I look at it. Um, so yes, that did change how I look at things. Um, so that would be one that was, a you know, a difficult time. Uh, crypto. Honestly, I've done a lot with crypto and I've just not been good at it. People really crush it with crypto. Um, I know that you've done well with crypto. I'm pretty sure, you know, with some of the stuff that you've done, Ryan. And so for me, that has been a difficult thing um, at times. And so I currently put my money in crypto into a couple um, investments that I believe are long-term investments instead of for me trying to make a stream of income from it. Yeah. I decide to put it into an investment. So yeah. that is one for me that's been difficult. Um, there have been, like I said, uh, drop shipping, like on Facebook with with okay. ClickFunnels, that really um, was a difficult uh, si- situation where I invested into a program. Um, they did okay; they helped a little bit, but not as much as I would have liked. Uh, and then the YouTube or the Facebook ads that kind of went with it—it it just all kind of snowballed and became. Um, yeah. you know, but on Facebook Marketplace, there was a um, uh, Aaron um, or Adam. Adam Wilson was at one mm-hmm. point was crushing it on Facebook market. It wasn't drop shipping though, but I wonder okay. that's something like I just kind of, this is like kind of off the cuff here or like even some more behind the scenes type of conversation, but it's okay that it's out in the open. Um, I don't know of anybody in our community that's talked much about using selling on Facebook marketplace. Mm-hmm. I think there's an opportunity for a course in there because I've heard of people that are doing really well in Facebook marketplace and you can actually okay. ship all over the country too. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I know that there are people that do well with Facebook marketplace. It wasn't drop shipping and it wasn't that program you're talking about. These are people yeah. that are just selling, you know, they have replans that they're selling on or they have a private label that they're selling on Facebook. Marketplace. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I only hear Facebook marketplace talked about for like returns and just right. like as a little thing, almost yeah. as an addition to your Amazon business. But yeah. there's definitely opportunity uh, there, as you mentioned. Uh, for me, the drop shipping thing was actually building a brand, trying to okay. build a brand through drop shipping yeah. and funnels, um, which just kind of failed. It's not sure. a bad model. It just didn't work sure. for me. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. There's other ones. Um, I did try to do local merch for a while, which is uh-huh. creating uh, using your Amazon merch account and partnering with businesses to basically create a coupon through the shirt and you can sell that service. Um, and that's a whole other episode if people wanted to get into it. It just <laughs> took too much legwork for me. Yeah. Um, that I, it was too much of me knocking on doors. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to keep doing this. I didn't have the time. Right. Um, and again, yeah, that wasn't um, a failure. That just, you decided that wasn't right for, that wasn't the right exactly. fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I done? Um, some private label products that went really well ended up, you know, stopping either due to supply chain issues uh, or due to, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that would be a supply chain issue where the initial manufacturer was good and they had the mold for the product, but then the next batch was awful mm-hmm. and it was hard for quality control. So that would be yeah. one that I would consider a failure, but you had to place thousands of orders or a thousand unit order mm-hmm. um, overseas at the time and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, man, I, I could list out a whole bunch oh, of these more are good. probably if I sat down. No, it's but all good. For a podcast, I don't want the downtime, you know, the air. Uh, the dead air, so to speak. Oh, that's all good, um, man. That's- let's see. I've done other things. Like I did a biblical business leaders mastermind that was actually successful. And there was a few people and it still continued to be a network mastermind that I get into regularly. Um, yeah. You know, now with the, the people that went through it with me, but I just decided I didn't want to continue to to teach or talk about those things um, for different reasons. Um, I've done... I had a podcast. I still have the podcast, Biblical Business Leaders. Um, I just haven't done that in a while. That's never really been a stream of income for me, but it's, right. it was something that um, you know was uh, an expense, and I still pay for it. Um, I still sure. pay for the. Yeah, it's hard to it's focus on something that's not bringing in any money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a passion project when I started yeah. it. I, you know, same with the YouTube channel. I started it more as a passion project than a stream of income, and it turned yeah. into one. That's um, awesome. There's goodness. I don't even know. There's other things that I've tried. You have um, like a, uh, do you have a list of like me, a list of ideas somewhere that you, uh, that you've had over the years that you, you put uh, the ideas down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You I've ever got a go bunch back and look at some of the old ideas and like laugh at them or like, Oh, that actually is pretty good. I should try that. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. I have one from, uh, goodness, probably right around college or right okay. after college where yeah. I put yeah. down that I want to be making content and I didn't, uh, had nothing like no reason for this, <laughs> that I wanted to help, um, people to build, uh, businesses and start streams awesome. of income and kind of get away from the typical employee mindset. But I was employed, um, yeah. you know, doing insurance at the time and I did not have an Amazon business and That's it's awesome. kind of interesting that like a book and all of these other things kind yeah. of actually came to fruition and I didn't even remember writing it, but I oh, saw that's that. So cool. Yeah. It's pretty interesting to see that. And then, um, now you're living it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> cool. But there's oh more. Uh, if you want to ever do a full episode on, on the things that I have tried, I'm happy to do that. Um, oh, you know, there's other things that I've done too, where I sold, um, uh, life insurance policies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that went well. I just, you know, run out of time. So that kind yeah. of thing. Um, that was exactly. kind of a side hustle, so to speak, that I had where I'd work yeah. with people that I knew or business owners. And um, that that fell apart too, just because I ran out of time. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Though, but like, you're kind of like me. It's like, I have an idea. Let's just try it. And if it doesn't, it's almost like um, in the Amazon world, you go into a store, you find a product that looks like on Keepa, it's going to be, it's going to work out and you buy three of them and you decide, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out for whatever reason. The price got it tanked or you made a mistake and reading the graph. And now you've got three of these products that are in Amazon that you can't sell and you got to lower the price. 
Is that mm-hmm. a failure? Well, maybe, but I mean, you <laughs> lost 10 bucks. Big deal. Right. Let's fail fast on these things. Let's try them out. Yeah. Uh, and make sure that they aren't, um, you know, if, if you're trying new things, make sure that they can't sink your ship, so to speak. Too. Yes. Um, if you're right. taking a risk on something new, don't uh, put everything at it and just risk everything. So exactly. Um, try testing small and seeing yeah. how it works. Yeah. Ideas. Random here. Are you on a, do you get a lot of emails from other marketers that like, Ooh, that's interesting. Like, I wonder what that business is like. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get so a like, ton of emails. I, I get them too. And I'm like, man, I don't want to, it's almost like the squirrel, like, Oh, oh let's, but yeah. I've always thought about this. Uh, I mean, with using VAs, I mean, you could pretend like, if you think that idea looks cool, I want to try it out, but not me try it out. Let's buy the course for a hundred bucks, get a VA to try it for two months and see if there's anything there. Like I think with VAs, there's that potential of having them try something to see if it would actually produce something to keep you focused on what you're doing. Like you just bought a, a membership community. So this would be the worst time for you to try a whole new other project, but mm-hmm. you have access to a, a group of VAs that we you know gladly take the work. If you have the money to give them here's 500 bucks, try this out for a month and a half and see if it yeah. works. So I've always thought that might be fun to do. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I've, I've known for a long time, I need like, uh, um, an integrator or somebody that mm-hmm. uh, can, can take the ideas that I have or other yeah. people have and um, kind of install them into the business and test yeah. them out. Yeah. It's just hard to find that perfect person. Cause you really need someone that likes to do that, but also yeah. isn't doing it just for themselves, right? They right. they kind of need the ability to do the integration and implementation of things without also having the drive to run their own business. And if they want to, that's great, but yeah. eventually you're going to lose that person. And so it's kind of difficult to find. Yeah. Um, and because there's a lot of things. I mean, I have a lot of new projects that I have written uh-huh. down that I want to do. Yeah. I just don't have Are time. they related at all to e-commerce and legends or are some of them outside of that sphere? Uh, many of them are related to e-commerce and legends. I kind of stopped. I know one time we talked about buying businesses and I was looking at a tire shop and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not looking outside for new businesses or any weird streams of income. They would all kind of attach to my current things, but they are yeah. still new projects with, um, you know, hurdles to overcome and things yeah. to learn. Um, and so that's where it, mm. it becomes a little difficult. And, and I think that's important for anybody here. You know, if you're trying to build streams of income, you can't do it all at once. So try to get settled on the one that you're working on then, and uh, then start adding in new things from there. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And if you can leverage your current things, whatever yeah. you're doing um, and build off of those, that's best. And, you know, Ryan, I learned that from you and I've kind of followed your uh, leadership and that's kind of what's worked for me uh, as well, whether it was Amazon to whole or arbitrage to wholesale to, you know, private label, to courses, to books, to, you know, all the things that kind of stemmed from knowing Amazon. Mm, that's right. That's awesome. Um, one thing you can think about, I don't know if any of the ideas would be a, a potential option to partner with an actual Legends member who maybe would like some extra income or something. Maybe you, I don't know what some of your ideas are. We could brainstorm off offline here, but like, the, you know, there are people that probably would love the opportunity to work with you on a project, even though they're like, this may not work. Well, let's try it for two months. Let's give it a give it a good go. Um, and some of yeah. them maybe work almost like on commission only, just to you know have the opportunity maybe to, to get some coaching from you for their business or something. 
Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Um, it's something that yeah, it's also um, difficult for me sometimes if you get in your lane and you're like looking at the thing that you need to fix and you're just working on that, you kind of forget yeah. about the outside of it all sometimes. Yeah. And that's a good way to to go about doing it. Reach out to yeah. the network to see if they can help. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, what else? <laughs> I love that you said low resistance, high potential. That was really, really good. Um, helping you think through the, with all the potential ways to make money online, you already got something going on. You want to add something else on, mm -hmm. you got a list of potential ideas, which one are the low resistance, high potential, right? Is it easier for well, you to look at those and kind of filter them out based on that? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where your strategy of taking what you have, you know, one stream of income and adding just a natural progression from there, whether it's arbitrage to wholesale or yeah. it's, you know, you have a YouTube channel and starting a course, right? Those yeah. things are low resistance to me and high potential yeah. um, and looking at your time, right? I'm not going to go out and start a restaurant. You know, uh, I don't care how much somebody <laughs> likes to cook or if you know someone like I'm not going to do that it's high resistance, potentially high potential, but very high resistance. Whereas yes. for me now, I could add um, I could write another book that'd be um, some resistance, but it's also got some potential. But I've done it before. And if the book made sense with e-commerce that could be um, a natural progression. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody that has an Amazon business and they love the prep and ship, well, maybe adding a prep center to your operations yes. will help you to expand your revenue and your profits and you already have the team, right? That's yes. pretty low. You've got everything there. You just need to yeah. create the service and, and charge for it. Um, so I think those are the things that you want to look at. Um, you know, if you're doing a bunch on Amazon, well, look at just doing your listings on Walmart or look at right. how you can integrate eBay or Shopify or uh, yeah. there's new platforms out there like Rivley and stuff like that that yes. I, I'm interested in that are pretty easy to to get attached to. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Rivley. That the guy that I met the guy at Proven Conference last year is that now mm. happening? Yeah, it is actually. Um right. yeah, and I actually have an affiliate link for it. Yeah, let's talk about Ryan, that. I'll let for you share that. Is it Rivley? Well, let's Use if link. you've got one, I'll let you share. Oh, it. I don't um, have a link. Let's use yours. Okay. Okay. So it's at askjimmysmith.com forward slash Rivley, R I V L Y, Rivley. Um, and so basically, Rivley is a really cool platform that is coming out this year. They're going to actually be, they're beta testing customers um, and uh, I guess buyers. And they're trying to get a bunch of new sellers. And it in under 15 minutes, you can set up all of your products from Amazon onto Rivley as a platform. Wow. They work with US sellers only though. Um, the products don't need to be from the US, but the sellers do. Um, and they give commissions um, to, uh, or sorry, they give cash back to buyers. I believe it's between six to 8% at this point. Um, they kind of gamify the purchasing process. Uh, they yeah. also do donations to um, nonprofits if you purchase awesome. through there and they have low fees um, on their platform. And um, it's a really cool platform with a lot of money behind it, a lot of cool players behind it to get it out there and kind of compete against Amazon. But it will yeah. in under 15 minutes pull over 10 products or 10,000 products, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's very, very simple, no cost until you sell your first one. And it's based off of a lower percentage than what Amazon takes. And they can even work with wow. multi-channel fulfillment with Amazon. But so where do they go? I'm, I'm on their site right now. It looks like, um, okay, so do they, it looks like there might be a wait list as a buyer. 
uh, as a buyer, there are. So they're going to try, whenever I talk to them at the Proven Conference, they're going to uh-huh. be looking to launch the buyers um, right around Q4, right before Q4. Oh, nice. So now is the time for sellers to get in early when there are also no restrictions, I don't believe, um, like there would be on Amazon for brands yes. and stuff like that. Um, and it's it's a new platform. So realize yeah. you know, there is some um some hiccups that could happen i'm assuming Mm -hmm. um, since it's brand new however it is very simple to set up and use so that is a low resistance with high potential yeah the newer sellers that get on there maybe they bring a bunch of buyers and you're able to um, sell a bunch because there's less sellers to compete with Mm -hmm. you know um so for now it's an easy addition to an amazon business or a walmart business or whatever because you can set it up is it okay Um, if you're an arbitrage seller Oh yeah. Yeah. They love same with Amazon. Both of them love arbitrage sellers, Mm -hmm. whether Amazon will admit it or not, they do because we add a bunch of products that would never be on the platform otherwise, um, or at least wouldn't for a while. And it gives it, let's say for Ridley, for instance, or newer platforms, if you've got somebody that's selling, you know, toothpaste and mints and all these things that are big brands, but the big brands aren't on the the platform themselves. Well, then you've got a bunch more things that somebody as a customer comes in and looks for and is able to find yes. and buy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's awesome. I've never talked about Rebly. I didn't, I for, totally forgot about that when you, until you mentioned it. So that's good yeah. stuff. And I'm going to be doing some training with them. Um, oh, nice. You know, in the future. So creating some videos um, for, for people if, if needed anyway. So um, that's kind of how we've discussed it is yeah. to, to make some, videos for them but they do have very good rivoli course yeah right exactly (laughs) maybe you never know about that but it could be if if we start to see some success um once they launch it to the mass amount of buyers um they've run a bunch of tests with social media um as well in terms of um for buyers and they saw some really good results for that um and so i'm excited for what the platform could become um realizing also it is brand new and a lot of people have tried to take on amazon uh and uh, it's a difficult road uh, but it is uh got some good potential i think that's awesome well thanks for sharing that i'll put that link in the show notes askjimmy.smith.com forward slash rivley r-i-v-l-y yep cool jim anything else no, I don't think so. Um, you know, from a, a streams of income uh, perspective, I think that um, if you are selling on Amazon or doing anything with e-commerce, um, just start working on outsourcing things slowly and uh, and profitably, if at all possible. That's how you want to do it. And from there, once you outsource, really, you just want to start buying your time back. And once you have more time, you can add higher value things to That's your good. business. So, um, awesome. you know, I'm I'm excited for what's ahead for the legends community. Um, I'm excited for everything that we've got at the end of 2023 and into 2024. There's some really cool announcements that I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. Yeah. We'll have to have you back on to talk about those. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm serious. Anytime Amazon, like if you you think, Hey, Amazon just came out with something, some big news and people need to know about it. Just hit me up and we'll, we'll schedule an episode. Awesome. Um, Even if it needs to be, I've never done this, even if it needs to be like a bonus episode, like super timely, like it just came out today and I've already got the episode set for Friday and, but it needs to go out quickly. We could do something like like something like a bonus episode or something, or even just a bonus recording that we do. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that'd be great. Happy to do it. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye everyone. See you next week.